I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really I'm sad. Sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is the clue. Bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Pack. Exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. We got... Um, Pony Express, this is the plague, and we got our buddy uh, Wentworth on the call. Who ate you, how long you've been in F3, and uh, where does your name come from? So if you, if you don't mind kicking us off sure. with that. Sure, no problem. Um, Firewalker is the guy who ate me, and uh, we worked together for about 12 years. And um, I was doing some CrossFit and some other stuff before that, and uh, I had tried to bring him out to uh, some of the boot camps and some of the things we had done before, and he had zero interest at all. So, uh, so it's kind of ironic that he was the one who eh me into uh, F3, and uh, started with a Murph at the district for uh, Labor Day. So um, I think I showed up for the seven o'clock Murph. And uh, he had already done the six o'clock mark, so this was his uh, second one of the day. And um, and then uh, my nickname, uh, you know, similar to other guys in the middle of the circle, um, you know, went to Creighton, three kids, you know, married, all that stuff. Uh, you know, no nicknames came from that, shockingly, and. Uh, and then talked about CrossFit a little bit and um, and then said that I work in financial services at Emeritus. And um, and then that's when uh, Khaki said, J.G. Wentworth. So, uh, so I've shortened J.G. Wentworth just to Wentworth. And then Wentworth gets shortened to just Went. And, uh, and the big W always comes out. So, uh, so yeah. That's the uh, that's the nickname story there. So it's about uh, almost two years. So in about three months, it'll be my two year. Awesome, man. That's awesome. You know, what was your uh, your kind of first impressions going to that first workout? Yeah, I thought it was hard. I'd done a Merc before in CrossFit, and uh, it was a little different when I did it there. But um, but yeah, I liked it, liked the guys, and uh, then I kind of started just showing up at the Oracle on Saturdays at seven o'clock because I was doing other stuff through the JCC during the week. And, um, and, you know, then I think it was, it was more in the uh, COVID situation about a year ago uh, when the gym closed down and then that kind of forced me to do more three. So I was doing it by myself in the garage, which was not ideal. And then, uh, when the group got back together after about two months off, uh, then I was kind of more focused, didn't go back to the gym after that, canceled my gym membership, and uh, now it's pretty much pretty much every day, uh, every day workout with pre-runs, pre-rocks, all that fun stuff. So uh, all in. That's awesome, man. What, so far, so, so you've been in for two years, and... So far, do you have a favorite moment? I mean, as you're thinking back on those two years, is there a, a time that 
sticks out or something that, that you've been a part of that uh, is more memorable than others? Um, I'd say there's a lot of workouts that, um, that stand out, but it's probably my shield black group. And, um, you know, got two guys, Rollbar and Beta, that we get together weekly. And uh, a lot of group text messaging back and forth. Um, also, some other guys that I'm really close with now. So I would say the uh, the friendships is probably what stuck out the most. And um, you know, just getting to know everyone in the packs has been great. Uh, you know, I was definitely the six for a while. Uh, now I'm circling back and picking up the six. So uh, so that's come full circle. Uh, Queen service has been great too. Uh, the accountability and uh, having to weigh in every week has been good. Um, also, probably back in July or August, got the uh, Apple Watch uh, to track the calories and all that kind of stuff and uh, calories burned. So you can see some of the workouts, you know, you're maybe burning 500 calories. Other workouts, you might be burning six, 700 calories. So that's always kind of interesting looking at your heart rate and those kind of things. Uh, you know, tracking your mileage, that kind of stuff, which uh, which I'd never done before. So that's been uh, been kind of interesting to look at it and to look over, you know, month over month, how uh, how many workouts and how many calories and those kind of things. And then I'm tracking my calories for the Queen Service too, with uh, my Fitness Pal app, and that's been good just from an accountability standpoint too, to look at how many calories you're eating versus uh, uh, exercising. Yeah, man, those are, uh, those are all great things. You know, you kind of touched on a few things that I just remember from mine. I remember being the six a few times. Everyone is. Um, and so it's a, it's a huge accomplishment when you're able to, you know, kind of circle back, like you're saying, you know, you've held the role as a six a few times. I certainly have too, but now being able to be in the position to go back and pick up the six, that's, that's awesome. Those are all just the things that we certainly strive for and and the things that you know we kind of will start to excel at the more you know first steps you, you go to and you hit those workouts that's you're going to see some results for sure yeah yeah what uh so what with you you mentioned so first f it sounds like you're accelerating and you've got some some stuff going on from a physical fitness from uh you know talk about the king and the queen um you also mentioned though a couple of like second and, and third f things and I, we, we want to give you a chance to talk through your uh, role as the, the third fq but i did want to pause you mentioned something there and you know one of the reasons for doing this podcast is getting guys to know each other but also like just promoting some of the second and third F opportunities, but you mentioned a little something in there and I hope you guys caught it where you, you said your, your shield lock group and pretty intentional weekly time that you have with, with specific guys, you know, and I think, um, just curious your thoughts on how has that, just that small piece of, of, you know, everything helped with that. And then um, maybe lead us into some discussion too on your, your role as third F and kind of that, that third F in general, what's going on there. Sure. Sure. I'll start with the, uh, the shield block. Um, we started back at the beginning of the year, so it hasn't been going for a long time. Uh, Beta Rollbar and I also, you know, listened to a lot of the podcasts that are out there, 43 feet and, uh, the COT podcast. And then we kind of started our, um, shield block with the eight block and, uh, we shared the eight block with each other. And that was a good way to get to know everyone. Uh, Concentrica, Jester's, 
uh, first goal, you know, first half, third, second half, third half goals, uh, who you're focusing on, you know, it, after you complete an A block with your shield block guys, uh, you know each other pretty well. So, uh, yep. So, uh, I, I think the A block is a great way to start the shield block and, uh, and then just trying to be intentional and get together every week. Uh, some weeks it's not possible, but, uh, but that's our our goal is to get together once a week, have some coffee, catch up, and um, and go from there, and to hold each other accountable too. So, you know, if we shared some of our gestures, then uh, then it's out there and uh, gives us a chance to ask, you know, how how are you doing with your gesture? How are you doing with your goals? That kind of thing. So uh, sometimes we've got to check each other too, be the guardrails, and um, you know, like if someone's maybe going off off course, keep them focused and say, you know, you know, where is that in your concentrica? Because if, if you're making all these decisions over here and your concentrica is your wife and your kid, you know, you're you're kind of calling them out and saying, you know, maybe maybe you need to uh need to think about that. Um and maybe not, you know, do this or do this, but uh find a way to maybe do some of the um some of the first step and incorporate the kids, incorporate the M too. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, switching gears to the uh, third half. Real quick. Yeah. Sorry, real quick. But before you go on, so I, I'm really impressed. I just love the, all of those the things that you mentioned there. But I know Pony Pony is one of those guys who just is refusing to read the F3 content. So he doesn't know. So uh, yeah, I am convinced that this <laughs> podcast was designed by Plague to show me my lack of knowledge and highlight that and to <laughs> kind of push me in that direction. So it is great to hear those things. They are foreign <laughs> words to me. Have you mind it? And you know, some of the listeners, they may be foreign to them as well. So maybe you could talk through like just briefly what that eight block is maybe for me sure. and then maybe for anyone else that probably hasn't heard that before. Yeah, I, I would just... Add real quick the other question I, because this is this is hard. So the the structure that you've described is like that's an ideal state, and I'm I am uh, honestly I'm envious of that. You know, and I, so I think just like what's so awkward sometimes for guys is how do you initiate that relationship? You know, how do you like go to another guy and say let's do an eight, you know like to talk us through like what's an A block and how did you how did you guys even begin down that path? Yeah, so. Um... I think a lot of it came from the podcast and, um, you know, the Q source and some of those things. So, uh, so the Q source pony, uh, for, for those of you who don't know is the, uh, <laughs> is the book that's, uh, written by dread and, uh, it's got an interesting number system to it, but, uh, but it just kind of walks you through and, and gets into more details than the, uh, free to lead book. Uh, I started with the free to lead book. Rollbar had actually given me a copy of the free to lead book and I've since given it to someone else. Uh, so I think a lot of our connection with the shield lock has come from rucking. So we're part of the rucking crew. So we ruck together for, for an hour every Saturday. Uh, Oscar Mike group. So, uh, and doing the rucks. We have a lot of chance to talk more so than in a beatdown or in a pre-run. So our relationships kind of stemmed from the ruck. Uh, and then when it was like Halloween time, uh, I'd been at the Halloween uh, beatdown the year before, so I kind of knew about the uh, group. 
uh, group costumes and things. So, so we did a group costume together and, um, and then it just kind of developed from there, a lot of texting and things like that. And then I think it was one of the podcasts talk about, talked about a shield lock and the importance of a shield lock. And, uh, and then we kind of took that. And then I think we we're listening to another podcast, uh, one of the weekly podcasts that talked about the eight block. And I would probably punt to the, uh, if you just, if you just Google the, uh, eight block, uh, F3 eight block, and, uh, they do a better job of covering it than I could. But, uh, it's simply just taking a sheet of paper, folding it twice. So you have four sections on the front, four on the back. And then you just kind of writing down your, your concentrica, which is who's the most important to you in the middle. And then who's next important, next important, next important. And, uh, it's pretty revealing, uh, to do that and then to list out your goals and, uh, who your focus is. And, uh, maybe if you have some mentors or if you have some mentees and, uh, and adjusters is the, uh, things that, that stumble you. So, uh, you know, if you have an issue with, with drugs or with alcohol or with pornography or, you know, any number of things out there, uh, you know, it's your chance to put those on paper, to be held accountable to those and to share those with your, with your shield lock. So there's definitely some things, uh, you may not feel comfortable sharing with 20, 30 guys at a workout. Uh, but there's, you know, I think the importance of the shield lock is it gives you a smaller group of guys, whether it's three or four or five, and uh, gives you an opportunity to get to know them. And then you're setting up, you know, some accountability, some guardrails. So if you're going off track, then uh, the shield lock will kind of refocus you too. So, uh, so yeah, those are some of the things along those lines. That's awesome, man. That was a, seemed like a great synopsis there. I may not even have to read it now. <laughs> we uh, just we have it actually on the on the F3 Omaha website and and you know I think we'll post a link to that in the show notes for those of you uh listening um so we'll we'll get that out there for you and and Pony um will be able to review that too but I thanks for sharing that Wentworth I guess if you would I mean I think you know um tell us a little bit about just your perspective on the third F and kind of your role as the third F FQ for the region and um, maybe how things are going. I think the other thing that Pony and I really want to make sure we give you time to do is how does it, like somebody that's listening or attending our, our beat downs and other events, like how do they get more involved in the third F if they're interested? What does that uh, look like from your perspective? Yeah. Uh, so I took over the third FQ from uh, Lemon Law and uh, Lemon Law was the third FQ prior to that. And uh, to me, I think the third F uh, obviously uh, is the faith component, but uh, I really see it more as the uh, kind of the community service piece too. And uh, what can you do to get out there in the community to do more good? And uh, I think as, as large of a group as we're talking about now here in Omaha, I think there's plenty of opportunities for us to make a big impact in the community. And uh, my role as the third FQ is to uh, just make sure I'm promoting those activities, uh, whether that's Twitter or Slack. And, uh, you know, some of it has been just 
getting to know some of the different organizations. So, you know, if um, if Pony's real passionate about blood drives, for example, and you know the uh, Nebraska Community Blood Bank, and wants to do a uh, blood drive next Friday, you know, then um, you know I think that's a great thing, free to lead for sure. But it's my role to to promote that and to make sure that you know guys are buying into it, and uh, hopefully we can you know get. 10, 15, 20 guys to show up and donate blood. Uh, if there's an opportunity at a food bank or or at a uh, food pantry, you know, those are good opportunities too. I know we've had some where you're able to bring your M, bring your 2.0s, and uh, it's always great to meet people's uh, 2.0s, their kids, and uh, to work alongside of them. So we have a lot of fun doing the uh, third F things good way to get to know each other a little better and uh, every third half thing I've been involved in has definitely included the second half as well and uh, it's just a great great time to get to know everyone in a little different format than a beatdown or a pre-run or a rock. Sometimes in those beatdowns they can be uh, laborsome. Uh, The mumble chatter may not be buzzing as much as it normally is and so sometimes it's hard to connect with guys on that level so having you know other third f opportunities that will also incorporate second f opportunities is great um just as i was hearing you talking through so we, we've been asking guys about like free delete and q source and you you've obviously read up on those things so one of the topics in in uh free delete and in q source is the the d2x um and so as you're looking at like all three F's and some of the like content from there, how does the third F maybe help guys identify, you know, so the dolphin and the daffodil, right? If it's, if it's the thing I do better than anybody else and the group of people I'm supposed to serve, how do you see the third F maybe helping guys um, along that journey? Yeah, I I think there's definitely some guys in the past and guys that are obviously sad clowns and not, not part of F3. Uh, that just don't have the uh, the faith component, and uh, and for me personally, I've, I've always been fortunate enough to have the uh, faith component in my life. It's been a big part of my life. Uh, but I, I do think if you don't have that, I would compare it like to a to a shit or anyone else. But I think Dread does a good job talking about it. Um, the last uh, podcast I listened to was on prayer. And uh, it wasn't a religious uh, thing at all. It was more just believing in a higher power. So whether that higher power is uh, Mother Nature or whether it's, you know, anything, you know, uh, any type of religion, but it's it's believing in something bigger than yourself. And uh, if, if you don't believe in something bigger than yourself, then it's all about you. And uh, I think a lot of people get in a lot of trouble when they don't have that higher power. So, um, you know, he talks about, you know, just having time to meditate and, uh, and just to kind of think about things. Uh, but I, I do think prayer is one of those things uh, that goes in line with, with the third F component and just being able to, to believe in something bigger than yourself and to, to, trust in something and, and to have hope too. So I, I, I've been to a lot of beat downs, listened to a lot of COTs 
And uh, sometimes you just take one or two things from each workout and each COT and then combine that with the podcast and the free to lead and the Q source. And uh, you're just surrounding yourself by a lot of good things. And, uh, and that, you know, there, there's no way you couldn't be a better person after doing uh, all of those things for a year straight. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, I, you know, you kind of hit on something that's been hitting pretty hard across the country. You know, COVID's obviously been an issue. That's something that we've had to adapt to over the past year. You know, and I really commend Lemon his his former service and, and Greek Freak as well, because in those times, you know, workouts were pretty limited. And so we needed to see an increase in that third F um, component, because obviously second half opportunities were going down as well, at least in person. So, you know, for them to start the Bible study on Tuesday mornings, although it was virtually, it was awesome. You know, and as we're kind of hopefully on the horizon of, of, you know, getting back to some form of normalcy, you know, you've been done a great job of promoting third F events for us. And I'm super grateful for your leadership here. And, and I just, you know, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank them and to thank you as well for everything you're doing. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's going to be a huge relief for the guys. And like you're saying, when that first F is no longer there, the guys that don't have that third F or second F component can really, you know, they can really suffer. Um, so super grateful there. You know, what was the glue for you? Yeah, I would say, I would say it's the friendships. And then, uh, and then the other thing that we talk about is the FOMO. So, uh, the fear of missing out and, uh, and when you, when you look at the name aramas you look at the uh, back glass, uh, you know, there, there, are, there are some times you look at it and you're like, man, I, I wish I would have been at that workout. Or, uh, you know, the problem now is there's four or five workouts going on each day. So, uh, so even if you're at a workout, there's still three other workouts that you can't be at at the same time. So, so for me, I would say it's the FOMO. And, uh, and just being with the guys and then, and then hanging out for coffee afterwards. Uh, One of the questions is, what's your least favorite exercise? So of all the exercises, what's your least favorite? Uh, I, I would probably a year ago, I would have said burpees, but uh, I think plague is rubbing off on me and, and I've embraced it. And, uh, and when I cue, I almost always have burpees in my workout. Today we did burpees over the wall at heavy, uh, which, you know, a regular burpee, you just want to make it, make it a little harder, a little worse. Um, uh, Turk and burps were pretty brutal. So, uh, uh, but I would say uh, my worst is probably, I would say the Bernie Sanders going up a hill is probably one of the worst things that I do. And then I've had that in combination with monkey humpers at the top of the hill. And then by the time you do a few rounds of that, you can barely walk. Uh, so, so Bernie Sanders combined with monkey humpers top of the hill is probably, uh, probably going to be on my, on my list, but I've embraced the burpees. So, so they've gone from my least favorite to my favorite at this point in time. You know, that is, that is a trend, and I, now we're collecting data to actually prove that most guys eventually like burpees, so I'm, I'm happy, to, happy to be able to say that. I, the last question here is really just, um, you know, that, that, you know, remember yourself as a new guy, 
Um, thinking back to all the new guys that maybe you have brought along and what's that one piece of like advice or encouragement that you would give to an FNG, a friendly new guy who attends a workout today? What would, what would you tell him if you had his ear for a moment? Yeah, I think, I think the thing I would say is just keep coming back and uh, get plugged in in more things. Come to coffee. Uh, I know some guys just come for the workout and they got to leave right afterwards. Uh, I think it's harder to be connected to the pack when you're not sticking around for coffee. I know some guys, their work schedule doesn't allow for it. But, uh, you know, if you do have a day off or a week off from work and you are able to attend coffee, I would definitely do it. And, uh, you know, it's like anything else in life. The, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. And uh, there's always a way to make the, uh, make the workout a little harder. And uh, pre-running has definitely done that for me. And, uh, you know, then on Saturday, I'm going to put a plug in for the uh, triple play trifecta. So it's the uh, pre-run, 530, 6 o'clock rock, 7 o'clock beat down. So every Saturday, two and a half hours, join me wherever Oscar Mike is. That's where we'll be doing the triple play trifecta. So, uh that's a plug for that. And it's free. That's a, that's an awesome plug, followed by one of the greatest statements a man could ever hear. It's free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just know I will not be there, but I, I do encourage you, brother, and I wish you the best, the best of luck. Uh, maybe uh, Plague will drag me out some Saturday. I'm sure he'll guilt trip me into coming sometime. Yeah, Plague has not done the triple play trifecta yet, so we're still waiting for Plague to uh, make an appearance there at all three. But uh, – he does usually the 5 o'clock and the 6 o'clock, but uh, someday he'll probably uh, join us for the triple play. Man, now that, now that it's out in public that that challenge is out there, I don't know that I can turn you down now. Exactly. That's what you did there. I like yeah. it. Okay. Awesome, guys. Awesome. Well, Wentworth, we are certainly very thankful of your time. Um, it, you know, one of the last things that we do to close it out, if you could kind of just give us the old uh, name rama Namorama, uh, Time 46, Wentworth. Wentworth. Thanks, Wentworth. Buddy. Nice job. <laughs>